Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we're on, John. Gentlemen, boys and girls, local in the neighborhood, all the way around the world, it is the David Bowers Awards. Yay! Hello. And we are bringing you the best in indie music to over 10 million listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. And a fantastic lineup of guests today. We've got a great show planned for you guys. We've also got our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, here, and our entire crew at the asylum. And me, I am joyfully John Bon Jovial. And now here is the voice of indie music, ladies and gentlemen, the David Bowers. Hello, 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 hello. What an exciting day this has been. Uh, we've got a really exciting show for you today. We've got some great announcements to uh, to uh, pass on to you. And uh, John Bon Jovial, I have you and heard you very clearly, but I also show you on hold in the studio, too, so I'm not sure what that means. But uh, um, I heard yeah, you well, very I see well. that as well. But I, you know, I can. I I also see that we're live. So you know, that's really all. That I hear you. You hear me. The nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine person. Don't know where that ten millionth person is. Uh, is are they're all listening <laughs> to us? So I think we're good to go. I believe we are. And thank you, audience, for bearing with us uh, uh, through all of our trials and tribulations and technical difficulties. It's always great to have you. We have such a wonderful audience out there around the world uh, to this show, which is the David Bowers Award Show, the show where every show is an award show, because what the heck, there's so many award show out there. Why not make every show an award show? And it's very simple. If you have a person, a thing, or whatever that you think deserves an award, write it down. Tell us what you think should be awarded to whom and for why, and send it to awards to david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line, and who knows, maybe we'll announce your award on the air too. Remember, there's no nominations, no phony ballots or politics or anything. Simple awards. You think somebody's done something exceptionally good or stupid or whatever, give them an award, and we're right there with you to do it. Want to thank, but don't we, don't uh, we do our, things that are exceptionally stupid all the time? Yes, absolutely, but nobody's awarded <laughs> us yet. No, that's not true. We actually have had a couple of guests who have uh, have awarded us uh, for various things, and one of the things that we're most proud of is the fact that we're able to do uh, so much for indie artists and present these emerging indie artists and play them and talk with them and share their stories and their music around the world. And uh, that's what it's all about. It's all about the music and the people who make it. I want to thank uh, our networks that carry us. We are, and uh, this has been an unsettling afternoon, so uh, pardon me if I, uh, if I make like an awards recipient and overlook somebody. It's not intentional, but I want to mention our uh, networks that carry us. Uh, we're carried on the 365 Internet Radio Network, of course, uh, CMG Global Radio Online, and uh, also on BFM. Of course, our shows are kept on podcast at iTunes and on our host, Blog Talk Radio, 
So you can go back and listen to them, download them, keep a copy for yourself anytime that's convenient. So you don't have to be listening to us on our time. You can listen on your time. And we want to announce also we've got some uh, new networks carrying us. We are being picked up by uh, Reputation Shouts Internet Network and also by the Indie Authority Network, uh, both of whom we're familiar with. We've uh, done a lot of uh, cross-promoting with these networks, and they do a wonderful job of, uh, of promoting the indie cause, indie artists, bands, individual artists, and uh, playing their music, and making sure, more importantly, that it gets played and it gets to you, the listeners. This is very important to us, and of course it's important to the artists, and it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to be a part of all of this that's going on. So to all of our networks out there, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, to all of our networks out there, thank you so much for carrying us, and if uh, you're part of another network and you'd be interested in carrying our show, Drop me a line. The address is easy to remember. That's why I picked it, so I can remember it. David at thedavidbowers.com, and uh, we'll see if we can't get on your network, too. Today, we've got an exciting show, a lot of people, a lot of music, so let's get right to it. First, the David Bowers Award of the Day is from a BBC story, and I'm going to quote more or less from the story a rumble that's been increasing in volume for the past few decades, disrupting American perceptions of the Midwestern state, widely known for cattle ranches and desolate landscapes. Stick with me here because this is pertinent. The music scene has been growing steadily there, stuffing sweaty bars and underground venues with punk, metal, rap groups made of the city's teenagers and 20-somethings. Wes Eisenhower of the rap group Soul Crate says, we very much have always tried to let the world know it's not just farmers and folk music here. And Wyatt Bronk Bartlett of the metal group Phantom says, there are situations where it limits you in terms of where you can play, but the people who want to hear you are starving to hear you, starving like you have no idea. So musicians, if you're looking for a place to play on your trek across the U.S., consider scheduling the David Bowers award-winning city for this week, and I'm going to include the state. We award the city and state, Sioux Falls and the state of South Dakota, an amazing music scene growing out there. If you're scheduling a tour across the country, especially across the north-central area of the state, be sure and look up Sioux Falls, South Dakota, because there is a burgeoning live music uh, market there, and you want to be a part of it. John Bon Jovial, what have you got for us? Well, you know, you were talking about all those networks a few minutes ago, and I just couldn't help but uh, consider myself to be, uh, you know, Julio Iglesias, you know, to all the networks I've loved before. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. my, there's my right-hand man. Actually, he's probably my left-hand man, but he's the, uh, he's the uh, right-hand man yeah, for me, yeah, and then, yeah. of course, <laughs> and of course, there's also Nick the Geek, who uh, takes care of our technical stuff and hides in the background. But Nick is quite a, a music personality himself. He has his own group, and uh, uh, it's called No Hard Feelings. And he also uh, uh, teaches 
and uh, teaches for uh, the music school in uh, what that's the Connor School of Music. There it is. I didn't forget. Uh, and that's in Naples, Florida. So if you're looking for music lessons, contact uh, Nick at Connor School and uh, maybe he can come up with something for you there. Want to thank and you can uh, always get a hold of Nick too through you know through our through our broadcast here at the David Bowers Awards. Uh, I guess I should probably do a little bit. I I think I should probably pay a bill here for a moment, then we'll get on to the festivities. Uh, It's actually, it's our own bill. We just want to remind you, everybody, uh, to uh, award yourself with the official The David Bowers Awards t-shirts. And these are the only official t-shirts of The David Bowers Awards. You know, those knockoffs that you get in downtown New York and Manhattan, those are all bogus. They're made made elsewhere. They're not The David Bowers Awards official t-shirts, and they are available only on our website at thedavidbowers.com. We keep the price down by taking no profit from them whatsoever. Uh, They are strictly for our fans and our followers, or high-quality tees in black or white. Ladies and men's sizes, uh, order now. They're still just $14.30. Order now from www.thedavidbowers.com. And uh, also, we want to remind you that uh, you know you don't have to just sit there on a you know on a log and listen. You can participate uh, in uh, the David Bowers Awards show. You can call into the David Bowers Awards at area code three four seven nine four five seven one three seven. That's area code three four seven nine four five. 7137 or log on to our chat room on blog talk radio uh coming up on the david bowers awards uh x's for eyes don't tell mom and la's own ever love but first we want to check incredulously so hot tape cassettes david what's that all about yes actually we definitely want to do that and uh hopefully uh uh, Nick, uh, Nick will have our uh, our guests comfy online because uh, they are our first guest today, and we're going to play some of their music right now. And they have a very interesting story of what they've done to introduce a new record of theirs in a bit of an old-fashioned way. Uh, I think you're going to find this very interesting that uh, it's a little bit of a throwback. Even though we're on a Sunday, we're going to have a throwback uh, Sunday uh, for this one. And the group is from upstate New York. They call themselves Comfy, and this is their tune called Dreaming.
And that's Dreamy by the Utica, New York band known as Comfy. And we're going to have them on the phone here in uh, in just a couple of minutes, I hope. They, uh, they seem to be experiencing some of the technical difficulties. For those of you listening live today, uh, we have had some technical difficulties. And our show will run a little bit later than normal. Uh, probably about 20 minutes or so, but we will hear the show in its entirety. And, of course, that's always the case on the podcast. It will be broadcast in its entirety there as well. We just had a little startup problem, and uh, we started up a little late because of the technical difficulties. Anyway, we will have Comfy online in just a few minutes, I hope. Uh, Connor and yeah, the uh, gang uh, Nick, from Nick New York. Phone with him a, yeah, Nick just got off the phone with him a minute ago, David, and... Uh, uh, he's uh, was going to be calling in. Uh, I mean, any second now. Okay, very good. Uh, thought maybe they had, uh, maybe they were suffering from a little bit of that cold and snow up there in uh, upstate New York. Having been uh, born and uh, grown up a little up there, <laughs> I never grew up completely, but uh, that's Peter Pan complex. Uh, I know those winters uh, can be nasty, and this was an especially nasty cold front that uh, has blown through there and is, well, I guess it's out into New England now, but they're still suffering a little bit of it. It's been uh, terribly cold throughout the, well, actually, the whole eastern part of the country, it's reached all the way down into Florida where it's been colder than normal. So uh, there's a lot of people suffering from that. Comfy is a relatively new band. They're from upstate New York as we said they were uh, they were uh, they are from Utica, but what I was uh, going to refer to is the fact that they have had a remarkable little uh, stroke of luck in that uh, they were noticed by Rolling Stone magazine, and I wanted to have the uh, guys come on and tell you themselves about this, but we'll give you a little preface of it here uh, while we wait for Connor to call in. They uh, were releasing this new uh, CD, or this new album, I should say, because CD, uh, as you will see, is not really the appropriate thing to say at this point. And they wanted to try something different. And when we get them on the line, we're going to find out why they decided to try something a little bit different. But it's a throwback. And they did have a reason for it. I'll let them tell you that. What they did is they introduced this new album on tape cassette. And that's why John was uh, incredulously incredulous there at the beginning about tape cassettes. Yes, we are talking for the first time in, what, 20, 30 years? We're talking tape cassettes they introduced this new CD first on tape cassette. And so those of you who still have the... There's a lot of people driving around with the tape cassettes in their cars still. I know not everybody uh, you know, has the uh, fanny pack with the cassette player in it anymore, but I know there's a lot of people who do, in fact, still have cassette decks in their cars. And uh, here's a chance for you to have... <laughs> to, beat the, uh, to beat the newcomers with the uh, latest album... Uh, from this upstate New York band, Comfy. And uh, it looks like we have them on the line now, so let's check in and see if uh, the band Comfy is online now. Hello there. Hi, how's it going? It's going pretty well, all things considered. We've had a little rough sledding here today. Uh, is this Connor? Yes. Connor, welcome uh, aboard. Glad to have you with us today. Yeah, I'm uh, Glad to uh, glad to be with you. Um, sorry about the mix-up with the time schedule. Not a problem. We'll uh, 
we'll work with that. That's the joys of uh, of live broadcasting. You n- you never know what's going to happen. Nothing is. Yeah, that's one of the things that gives it the spontaneity. You don't know what's going to happen, and when it does, you don't know how to fix it. So you just you just keep on keeping on. It's similar to when you guys go on stage and an amp blows or something. So, uh, sure. And we've been we've been noticing you've had a little cold weather. I as I mentioned, I'm from upstate New York originally, uh, long ago in a galaxy far away. So I know what those winters are like up there. And we were I was just telling the audience about your. Uh, your rather unique way of introducing the new album uh, through the use of uh, of audio cassettes. Tell us about that. Well, um, I'm a fan of the uh, cassette tape myself. Uh, I have a, a nice little collection of tapes that I, uh, I enjoy listening to. I have a tape deck at home. Uh, I don't own a car, but I know several people who, like you were saying, uh, will listen to the tapes in their cars. Um, but uh, the reason why I decided to release the album on cassette is because um, not only are... Uh, well, a lot of bands are doing it now, a lot of smaller bands who don't have the money to put out a, a vinyl record, for for example, um, which is, like, obviously the preferred uh, physical medium, I think. You know, you get the best sound quality and you get the nice big sleeve and the big album art and everything. But it's very expensive to put out vinyl. And uh, the problem I have with CDs is just, um, uh, aside from the cost, it's also just, um, I think it's a little more temporary than the cassette. I feel like a lot of people now who listen to the CDs don't treat them well. They get scratched easily. And, you know, with a CD, you're likely to just take it home, put it on your computer, and then have it on your iPod or something. So it kind of defeats the purpose of the physical release, in my opinion. Um, I mean, and I don't personally treat my uh, CDs this way, but I see people who, you know, they just have the disc uh, laying around in their car, you know, getting thrown around, scratched, and it's useless after a while. So I felt like the tape, uh, number one, they're very cheap to make, and we have no money. So that was really um, a nice uh, aspect of it. Also, uh, they're a little hardier than a CD, and uh, I like, you know, they look nice. You can uh, order tapes in different colors. Ours is pink, um, and you still get the little insert, too. It's not as nice as the vinyl insert, but, you know, it's a nice little package. And I I, um, I personally believe having a physical object uh, connected to the music that you're listening to really does enhance the listening experience. Well, you know, that's something that I have heard. That last point you touched on uh, is very cogent in that uh, I have actually talked to people who have said uh, things re- similar to that. The fact that uh, the cassette is something they can grab, they can stick in their shirt pocket or their pants pocket or whatever and carry with them. And so that there is there is kind of a uh, a tactile sense with the uh, with the cassette that you definitely don't have with digital. And uh, even with the uh, CDs, there's a slight difference because you can't take a CD and stick it in your pocket as easily unless you've got humongous pockets. So uh, aside from the yeah, aside from the you know the obvious points you brought up about you know them scratching and et cetera, uh, there is uh, the, the the very uh, real point of the tactile sense, the fact that you can you know take this thing, you can pick it up in your hands, you can feel it, you can put it in your pocket and carry it with you. So yeah, maybe uh, much as vinyl has 
uh, has experienced a rebirth in the last few years. Uh, maybe the uh, maybe there is a place for tape cassettes in the future too. John Bon Jovial, what do you think? Well, you know, I still have from over the years. I probably have uh, two or three thousand records that I that I've that I've held on to, and. As far as the uh, cassette uh, records, the cassette players are concerned, uh, I must have, oh, my gosh, it's got to be uh, easily 150 old cassettes. Uh, some I've made myself, some that uh, you know I've store-bought over the years. So, uh, yeah, if you take care of them, keep them out of the heat, there's no reason why they're not going to last forever. Uh, you know, when you guys decided that you were going to go with the uh, the, the cassette intro for your music, what, I mean, other than the, the the financial aspects of it, what was your thought process behind it? Well, uh, as I said, there are uh, quite a few bands that have been releasing their music on tapes uh, um, over the past couple of years. These are mostly bands like ours that are you know, smaller, uh, you know, indie bands. Uh, I'm trying actually now to see if I can recall any bands at the time that uh, were releasing their music on tape that I could think of. Okay, for for one, actually, there's a band um, currently based out of Brooklyn. At the time, they were going to school at SUNY Purchase uh, down at, near White Plains. Uh, the band was called uh, Level Up. And uh, Level Up is still going strong. Actually, they just released a new album, 2014, which is uh, called Hoodwinked, and it's really great. But they released um, their debut album uh, called Space Brothers on a tape. And I, uh, my old band, before I had formed Comfy, we we opened for them at their first show ever uh, at SUNY Purchase. And um, the music was great, and... Uh, you know, we traded. It was funny. We didn't. We didn't even have money then. We traded them like a T-shirt from our band for um, like tapes, I think. And uh, that, <laughs> that's great. That, yeah, yeah. That that tape stayed in my deck at home for a long time, and I listened to it a lot. And I, I really just uh, really liked the medium. Um, and you know, going back to just, uh, I mean, it, they weren't the only band that inspired me to do that. I mean, a, lo- a lot of. Uh, I feel like there's a big connection uh, between the cassette tape and uh, a lot of different DIY uh, uh, bands and musicians over the years. I mean, uh, Daniel Johnston comes to mind, who famously would stand out in the street um, and with with tapes of his music and just give them to people on the street who he didn't know and say, hi, I'm Daniel Johnston, this is my album, and, uh, you know, got people to come to shows that way and stuff, and he, uh, this is, you know, a, you know, almost legendary tidbit would, uh, you know, when he didn't have access to a tape duplicator would, um, you know, actually, you know, sit in, in his house with, uh, the tape recorder, press record and play through his whole album. And, you know, that would be one of the tapes and he'd put that one aside and do it again, you know, and, um, you know, obviously the, the the audio quality wasn't great, but you could hear the songs, and uh, I think that the tape was a very early, um, you know, kind of it was very it was connected to the home recording, uh, low fidelity DIY kind of music movement, and obviously now it's so much easier to record at home because we all have laptops and you know, like uh, MacBooks come with GarageBand, which isn't a great 
program to record with, but it, it you know it's good if you're just trying to get your music down. Um, so I don't know. I I like the cassette tape. Uh, have you uh, have you thought of trying to go after some of the uh, the people that are you know more audiophiles, for lack of better words, uh, because you know tape is still a, you know a, a marvelous medium for audio recording, and get those people that might be looking. Uh, there's still a few out there that uh, will listen to their music in half track stereo at 15 IPS off of a beautiful reel to reel machine, and uh, you know there there there's something to think about. Well, uh, the thought has crossed my mind about recording on reel-to-reel or even, like, mastering with reel-to-reel or mixing. Um, The problem is that reel-to-reel tapes are incredibly expensive now um, because they're so much less common. And I think this is completely uh, not based in actual research or fact, but I feel like someone told me recently that, you know, one reel of reel-to-reel tape, you know, is upwards of $100 to buy. And obviously with that, the fidelity goes down every time you record on it. So, I mean, if you've got your songs really down and you think, hey, I can get this in a couple takes, maybe it's worth it. I don't think I'm at that point yet, though. But, uh, I mean, is it a dream of mine? Sure, I'd I'd love to uh, someday be able to record or... Well, you know, we all hope that someday you will be. I mean, you know, David and I, we're old school. I mean, we came up through radio together, uh, you know, doing, you know, manual razor editing on uh, reel-to-reel tapes and, uh, you know, and, you know, with cart machines and, you know, turntables where we actually played and slip-cued 45s. I mean, you know, it was just, that's back in the day when you really had to work in a studio instead of just sitting there and letting the computer do it all for you. Sure. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty young, so I can't even imagine how uh, annoying that must have been. But also, I feel like uh, it must have made you uh, m- made the product seem. You know, it g- gave you a deeper satisfaction when you finished it because you actually. I, I don't know if it, I don't know if annoying is the right word, but it 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 yeah, sure as hell kept that. us on our toes. It it really yeah, did. It wasn't I mean, a, you know. It, it wasn't ahead, so Dave. much a case of it wasn't so much a case of annoying from the standpoint that uh, you know it was it was life as we knew it and we didn't have the, uh, the the modern technology and the modern advantages that we have now so it was something that we dealt with sure there were times it was frustrating incredibly frustrating but as you do now with the, in the digital age with the with the unique things that develop you deal with it. You find ways to make it work. And uh, I can tell you, uh, there was a time there that I got to be really good with a uh, with a tape cutting board and a uh, razor blade and some uh, and some tape to you know tape the splicing back together, splicing block. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, Amen, I was damn brother. good at it, and I I never cut my finger once. <laughs> But you deal sure. you deal with the situations as they are in in your lifetime and yeah today if we took uh, an engineer today and put him in a studio and had it, handed him a splicing block a razor blade and some splicing tape uh, if he knew what to do he would be very frustrated and if he didn't know what to do he'd be totally lost but it's something you deal with <laughs> yeah absolutely I I I think it's easy to think you know as I just. Uh, did you know that must have been so annoying? And it's like uh, that's that's what it was. You know, uh, you dealt with it, and there wasn't anything else to compare it to. So. 
Okay, Connor, moving moving on now to let's talk a, a little bit about your music, uh, where you get your music from, how you develop it, and how you got into, well, to the two tracks we're playing today, uh, Dreamy, which we already played, and, Com- and uh, People Talking, which we'll be playing in just a couple of minutes here. Okay, um, well... I uh you you want me to talk about how I wrote it or where it came from or Yeah, that uh, would be yeah, you can yeah, tell us a little bit of the history. All right. So uh the thing with these two tracks is uh uniquely um in comparison with the rest of our I mean we only have one other album um and we're working on a second EP right now which should be out soon. But um the thing about these two tracks is there's a studio a recording studio in Utica, um, where I, where we're from, called uh, Big Blue North Recording Studio. And a friend of ours works there and runs things, kind of. And they were trying, they were working on uh, releasing a compilation of local artists to, you know, put out that had all recorded on, you know, at that studio so they could shop it around to people and be like, hey, this is all stuff that was recorded here. And our friend was like, if you are on this compilation, we'll let you record here for free. So naturally we did it. So these two tracks were recorded much nicer than most of our music. But um, it's funny because they're, I don't want to say they're opposite songs, but People Talking was one of the first songs I wrote for Comfy. So this was back in uh, a couple years ago, winter of 2013, um, and actually, I first wrote the song in fall of 2012, like the original sketch of it. So that song is uh, really, really simple. It's got, you know, kind of two parts to it, basically. It's these really simple chords, but uh, I like the way they fell together. And the lyrics um, are kind of... The lyrics actually kind of started as like some sort of improvised thing. I had this melody, but I didn't have any words to it. So I kind of would make up different words every time I sang it. And um, uh, they kind of, you know, when I were, when we were bleh, when we finally recorded it, <laughs> I just kind of had decided on a, a final sketch and sort of a song about, um, uh, I don't know, it's a song about people uh, talking about uh, nothing and talking when they don't need to talk and uh Everyone's kind of a, it's kind of a song about people being phonies, which is, you know, so difficult to write about, but, um, and it's kind of about, uh, being, uh, apes on a rock in outer space, uh, so there's that, and then Dreamy, uh, at the time when we recorded these two songs, was the most recent song I had written for the group, so this was, a a little, um, this was last spring so it must have been maybe march of 2014 or something so i'd written it over a year later and it was a love song that i wrote about um uh a love song i wrote about a character from a tv show so uh i didn't really have a a special lady in my life at the time but i kind of was really in love with this character so i wrote a song for um and uh uh so that's that's that song, and uh, it's a little—it's got a little bit more going on musically. But I thought it was fun to release these two songs together because they're very from very different times in my songwriting uh, career, let's call it, you know, and um, about two very different things. But I like to think of them as a set of bookends because uh, people talking uh, I, it was one of the first songs I wrote with the group, along with everything that's on Pillow Hugger, which is the album we released on the tape. And then Dreamy I had written after not only all the Pillow Hugger songs, but also after 
the five songs that will be on the upcoming EP. So it was like the freshest thing. So we got the oldest song and the newest song. And then this EP is going to come out and it's going to fit really nicely in between those two tracks, like chronologically speaking. The EP we're, we're, we are uh, recording at home just like we recorded Pillow Hugger. So um, it'll sound, you know, worse, I guess. But <laughs> but uh, it'll be good. <laughs> well, Looking forward to well, it. Well, spontaneous, perhaps. How's that? Connor, before sure, we yeah. let you go and play... Before we let you go and we play your uh, your other track here, People Talking, tell everybody how they can find you online, how they can get in touch with you, and get your music. Oh, great. Okay, so all of our music is uh, available for free, both streaming and for a name-your-price download, which means that you can pay nothing for it, uh, at comfy.bandcamp.com. So it's just, you know, the name of the band, .bandcamp, really simple. Um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash comfyboys, so that's C-O-M-F-Y-B-O-Y-S. And then if you want to get in touch with us to, you know, book a show or whatever, um, our email account is uh, comfysounds at gmail.com. So that's C-O-M-F-Y-S-O-U-N-D-S at gmail. I think that's everything. Fantastic. Uh, Great. Connor, thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, thanks uh, to all the guys in the band, and uh, we definitely hope that uh, after we expose you here and as you play more, people will be talking about Comfy <laughs> from Utica, New York. This is called People Talking. Thank you.
Um, that's people comfy right here. By surprise, there, don't they? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that. Yeah, done. I haven't heard that done in a long time. It's been a long time since I've heard a uh, heard a group have the false ending record. Uh, you, John? It made made me jump. Yeah, I was. It, it it was like who hit the button again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard uh, haven't heard a, a group do the uh, false ending, and I, I can't even remember the last time I heard that happen. And uh, hopefully I won't hear it happen again right away. No, that's not true. <laughs> okay, moving right along here, and hopefully uh, Nick will have our next guest on the phone any second if they're not already there. Uh, we've just had Connor and Comfy from upstate New York, and our next guest is coming to us from the, the great country to the north, uh, Canada, and they too have a unique story to tell about their uh, about their uh, new release, which we're going to be playing a couple of tracks from here in uh, just a few moments. So if uh, Nick can get the get the uh, guys from X's for Eyes Online and ready to chat, we'll turn on the music and let you hear a song called "My Life Versus Your Vacation" from Canada. This is X's for Eyes. Featuring Lisa Sinner.
Life versus Your Vacation, the Canadian band X's for Eyes. And we've had a little difficulty uh, connecting with them as well. So what we're going to do is first we're going to let you know that if you are a musician, a band, a solo talent, or whatever, and you would like a guest shot on the show to get a chance to spread your music to our listeners around the world, we'd love to have you. And all you have to do is send your EPK to david at thedavidbowers.com. Our panel will review them, and we'll select future guests from all of the entries. That's how we've gotten several of our entries already. And this is your chance to get introduced to a worldwide audience and have your music heard around the world on the David Bowers Awards and all of the networks that carry us. John Bon Jovial, what do you have for us? Well, it's just a rocking little number that I want my jockey to play. I uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we just rocked well, you your know, socks we, off. Yeah, we sure did. Uh, I tell you what, I it, that I I had I had my foot stomp on the floor on that one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, before before we go on though, you know, it's like any other commercial adventure. We have to pay a few bills around here, so we're going to interrupt the show for just a minute or so to uh, let you know that there is a real danger that your computer, your uh, your cell phone, your smartphone, your tablet can be hacked by people that uh, have nothing better to do with their lives than just you know. Uh, just, just re- I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> and anonymous anarchy—that's what—that's the word that I'm looking for—is anonymous, anonymous anarchy. Anonymous anarchy. Do is, yeah, they just want to make your life miserable by hacking into your devices, your wireless devices, your computer. And uh, there is a lot that you can do to help. And if you do get hacked, if you do get a virus, if your machine is compromised in any way, shape, or form, then you can call the dedicated people of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida. That's Computer Help USA. They've been around uh, helping people now for almost 17 years. And uh, we can uh, do it locally here in Naples if you happen to be in uh, southwest Florida or if you're in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which David had mentioned earlier, or Los Angeles, California, or Juneau, Alaska. It doesn't really matter. We can help you remotely over the Internet as well to work on your computer. Uh, the uh, the people at uh, Computer Help USA, they are pros at fixing viruses and ransomware. Uh, Microsoft certified, fully guaranteed. We are Apple certified, and in most cases, uh, the problem can be solved, and the restoration of your system will be absolutely no problem, even online. So whether it's a bug, ransomware, the latest virus, or just your system is not running as you think it should, in many cases, your computer can be fixed. The problems can be solved remotely or locally, and there's no dragging your device to our office or waiting for a tech to come to your place. Secure online support. That's Computer Help USA. You can find Computer Help USA online at comphelpusa.com. Uh, the uh, email address is support at comphelpusa.com, uh, and a phone number is area code 239-596-6112. David, it's up to you now. Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial, and uh, for those of you out there who are listening who have uh, a band or an act that you'd like to get on the show, remember, all you have to do is send us your EPK to david at thedavidbowers.com, and uh, coming up next is an example of one of the groups that has done just that, as uh, 
sent us their EPK, and we've decided that they are making some noise and that you should get a chance to hear uh, these great guys from the state of Arizona, actually from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, outside of Phoenix, and uh, we're going to bring them on for you now. It's our next, it's America's next great boy band. These guys are young enough that they've got a long future ahead of us, and they are really starting to get it together. They'll be joining us live in just a couple of moments, and while we get ready for them, we're going to give you two minutes and 26 seconds of Don't Tell Mom. It's called After School Blues. Uh, to 13. One of them just turned 13, so we have our first teenager. 
the old man of the group. Yeah, yeah. And when we recorded that song, um, that was about a year ago. Uh, the guitar player was was nine years old. Good Lord, that is amazing. And what a sound. They have really got a sound together. Well, yeah, you know, uh, we, we try. We try. They really like the old stuff, which is which is great. I was going to mention that there's a there's a definite hint in their music uh, of the very early roots rock and roll, even a you know going back to the uh, the rockabilly crossover in the early fifties. I mean the this uh, the song that they just did here, uh, while obviously has the you know a modern sound to it, also harkens back to one that strike that struck me originally was the uh, the thematic. Uh, Eddie Cochran, Summertime Blues. And, uh, yeah, the, some of the instrumentation, what they're doing, uh, throws back to those early rock and roll days, too. How did they come to get together? Um, well, they actually met at a, a, a workshop where uh, kids from, from different ages come together, and they kind of group them up. And after uh, a few days, they, they perform together in front of all their parents and some friends. And, and they've done a couple of those, but um, when they got together, they kind of hit it off and decided they wanted to to maybe jam together and then jamming together turned out turned into uh doing a couple shows and that turned into recording and it just kind of kind of took off from there. Amazing. Well, can we meet the guys? Absolutely. Um who would how about who would you like to talk to first? I'll let you your your ringmaster you tell us. <laughs> um okay, so I'll I'll put my son on first. He's the youngest. Uh, Dean Cheney, okay. he's uh, he's ten. Hold on. Okay. Hi. Hi, Dean. How are you? I'm good. Good. This is David Bowers from the David Bowers Awards. My co-host John Bon Jovial is here with me, along with our engineer Nick Rogers, and we are just so excited to hear you guys. And the, the tremendous sounds you've got going! What a great start you've got! How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about being rock stars at ten years old? It's very good, and it it feels yeah. good. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> now, do you do you get do you get a lot of special treatment because you're a, you're a rock and roll singer? Um, sort of, not really. Oh well, well, good. He handles it well. You handle it well. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing to hear. How do you? Uh, how do you like working with the with the guys? They're my best friends ever. Fantastic. That's good. Now, do you all chip in on the writing and the arranging, or is there one or two of you that does that? Well, so my dad sort of writes the lyrics and. Um, I write the guitar, and then we have something good, and he starts playing drums on it because he can play them. And then Jack, like, modifies it, our drummer, and then Jake writes the bass because I'm not very good at bass, and he's really good. And then Ethan just sort of messes around with it pretty much, you know, just plays it cool and stuff. Uh, Wow, that sounds great. Now, let me me ask you this. Uh, It's obvious that... You guys all have your own instruments. You, you, you know, you're the own instrument that you play, and that you obviously got together and started, you know, jamming. What made you decide to start your own band? Well, I've just always wanted to do it. 
Yeah. That's a good. That's a good enough reason, and uh, we've we've heard we've heard a lot of that from a lot of the artists that we've talked to, including the ones that have been around for a lot of years. Uh, I I refer a lot of times to the Oak Ridge Boys who've been around for over forty years. I mean, uh, compared to you guys, they're old men in the business, and they uh, they pretty much started in the business the same way. They just uh, found they liked doing it, and they gravitated to bigger and better things. So there's there's definitely a future out there for you if you really love what you're doing and you stick with it. John Bon Jovial, do you have a question? Well, I just want to you know let these uh, you know young people know that uh, I, I I think it's fantastic the energy that they're putting into this. You can tell uh, with the musical arrangement that uh, you know there's a lot of excitement in there. And uh, yeah, I hear Eddie Cochran's "Summertime Blues" in there, and it's you know I I tell you what I uh, you know Dean, I think that uh, you should be proud of yourself with. You and your friends, Ethan, Jake, and Jack, I, I, I just, uh, we think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing, and, you know, hopefully uh, you'll be packing the stadiums in in another 10 or 15 years, just like the Rolling Stones do. Make it, like, five years. Five years, okay. <laughs> All right, we, 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 got, we got ourselves an aggressive young man here. I think that's great. And also, I like it. Yes, D. Yes, sir. We're more of a rock and roll band than a boy band, you know. Very good. I'm glad you called a boy band a little bit. (laughs) I'm glad you, I'm glad, hey, listen, that's one thing, Dean, when you got something to say, you speak up and say it. I'm glad you did that. Thank you so much. And who do we talk to next, Dean? Jack. Hi, I'm Jack, the drummer. Hi, Jack, the drummer. How are you? I'm pretty good. Now you've heard the you've heard the questions and answers we've talked about so far. Tell us a little bit about Jack the drummer. Um, I just like jamming with the band. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> like drums. How a long lot. have you been doing? How long have you been drumming? Probably about five years. Four or five years. And how do you uh, how do you work this in to because it takes a lot of practice? How do you, how do you work this in with your schoolwork and other responsibilities? Uh just make time for it, you know, get homework done and then rest of the day is for drums and and yeah. golf. He's a really good golfer. <laughs> and a golfer too. Oh my gosh. I can see why they want to get going in five years instead of ten. <laughs> gotta gotta get that. Jack are Jack, are you self taught or have you been taking lessons? Um, I've probably been taking them for about four years. Well I'll tell you what, it shows because you you know you you You've got a good driving force on the on 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 that drum beat. It was really nice to hear that. Thank you. Now, are you, are you contributing in the to the arranging of the music also? Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you find the most interesting about what you're doing? Um, I think it's a lot of fun, you know, writing or just kind of modifying the drum parts. I like um learning learning songs, you know, playing with the bands just tons of fun so and let me ask you how old are you i'm 12 you're the 12 year old okay so there's one in the band that's older than you still so and how long before you become a teenager um one year (laughs) one year okay you got a whole year to go (laughs) okay who we got up next uh we got jake the bassist jake the bassist bring him on oh hi 
Hi, Jake. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing just fine. I'm Dave. And, Jake, uh, you there? John Bon Jovial is on. There he is. That's John Bon Jovial. Not to be confused Hello. with anyone else with a similar name. Jake? Yes? Did we lose? Oh, I thought, I thought we lost you there for a second. So how long have you been playing? Um. Well, I've only been playing bass for a couple years, but I've before the band, I loved playing piano, and I've been doing that for about six years. Oh, wow, great. And you, do you like playing the bass now? Yeah, it's really fun. I bet it is. Now, do you guys uh, are you guys going out and doing uh, doing shows now? Yeah, we actually have one tonight at the Rhythm Room. You do? Oh, wow. I, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll have to not keep you too long here because you got to get ready for a show tonight. That's awesome. How do you like doing yeah. gigs? Oh, they're they're scary, but they're fun at the same time. Yeah. Well said. No, I know exactly what you mean, and anybody who's stepped out on a stage knows exactly what you mean. It's it is just so so great, such an awesome feeling to be giving you know giving an audience the pleasure of doing what you do, and they're loving it. And at the same time, it's a little bit scary. And whenever you never really lose that scariness. If somebody tells you they don't get butterflies in their stomach when they get up in front of an audience, they're probably making it up. Mm. But uh, it's just part of the thrill of doing it, and I, I think it's great. You, you put it very well, don't you think, John? John Bon Jovial? Oh, did we lose John? I guess we lost him. Okay. So you've got a show tonight. How How many shows are you playing now? Do you play a lot? Um, we play about two a month. About two a month. Well, that's good. And uh, Ed Ed's pretty much working the uh, working scheduling with you and everything. Yeah, he's great at that. Well, good. That's good. It, it's good that you have someone that's uh, that's working and managing you that uh, you like and respect. Is so often that you, you get uh, somebody. So many acts get into it with their managers it's it's good that you like and respect him and uh, sounds like he's doing a heck of a job that's that's really good what do you what do you see coming up in the near future for the band what do you think your next step will be um well more recording and writing original songs and we actually have written one but it's not released yet we're still modifying it it's called johnny's got a new guitar oh oh yeah we're that's Oh, and we heard that you were playing it tonight. That is correct. I was just going to say, we are going to give the world their first earful of Johnny's Got a New Guitar by Don't Tell Mom. And I understand this is kind of a uh, kind of a working uh, recording in that you uh, may be doing some more refinements and re-recording it in the very near future. And uh, one thing we do hope that you guys will, uh, when you get your new, uh, re- when you get your new disc made, that you come back and uh, let us play some of it on the show here. Who do we have coming up next? I think there's one more. Oh, Ethan, here. Ethan. Okay, let's get a chance to talk to Ethan. Hello. Hello, Ethan. How are you? Good. Welcome to the David Bowers Awards Show. I'm David, and uh, my co-host John Bon Jovial is also with us. John, I am here. 
Ah, I thought Hello. we'd uh, thought we'd lost you there for a second. <laughs> well, we did lose me for a second, but I'm not sure what happened. But uh, I got I think we had a, uh, uh, a a brief cut in our internet connection for just a moment, but it's uh, we're back now. Oh, okay, well that's good to hear, Ethan. What do you play with the band? Uh, I play the electric guitar and I sing. Electric guitar and the singer. How do you like it? Oh my gosh, it's just so much fun and I love performing so much as well and hanging out with the guys in the band it's just a lot of fun it is that when it's right it is a lot of fun and and you put it in perspective it can be awesome and it sounds like you guys really get along how long have you known each other uh probably about two years now okay so you've really You've really been working as a band just the last couple of years. Yeah, pretty much. What do you What do you find is the best part of the whole thing of of working with a band, playing with a band, and uh, being a performing artist? Uh, I think probably the first two songs of our shows when you're still like nervous, but then after that it goes away and you're just having fun. That's neat. That's that's a uh, that's a very neat perspective, don't you think, John? Oh yeah, the uh, you know the, the the whole part of it, you know the the novelty of starting out and the camaraderie, and the togetherness, and you know being able to get the harmonies just right, being able to get the uh, the guitar licks just right. Uh, I mean, I remember you know back in in my teen years, which of course as my kids refer to it, was when the uh, the dinosaurs ro- uh, roamed the world. Uh, <laughs> I you know I remember. I, I, you know, we we had a band. We 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 formed a band, and you know, when when you got it right, there was a, there was a feeling to it that's just indescribable. And uh, I'm I'm sure uh, that uh, Ethan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, there I want, you go. I want to uh, before we go before we go to your new track. Johnny's got a new guitar. I've got one question, and what I'd like to do is I would like to ask all of you guys for your answer. Okay, are you are you all ready for this now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here, here it is. All right. Tell tell me as simply as you can where you would like to be in five years. Okay, who's going first? Um, so, I'll go first, Dean Chaney. And, okay, um, Dean? Yeah. And so I saw a Tom Petty concert in the Forum in L.A., and it was really big, and it was pretty, and and there was, and it was a big stage, and... And they were really good hot dogs there, and I wanna and I wanna play there, like in like three, yeah, three. Okay, you wanna you wanna perform at the forum or a nice big venue like that, and you gotta have good hot dogs. I can I can see the stipulations in their contracts coming up already. They go on tour, they gotta have good hot dogs. Oh yeah, I love it. Okay, who's next? Jack. Okay, Zach. Um, I probably want to wanna be probably traveling around, playing gigs. You know, maybe play at some big venues would be pretty cool. 
Okay, and that that's really that's really the crux of it because there's there's so many variables as far as you know the records or CDs are concerned and everything, but it all comes down to performing in public, to getting out there and actually playing for your audience. So I, that's a, a very good. I'm, I'm glad to see you guys are, are focused in that direction because that's that's the basics of it. If you don't, if you can't get out there and play for your audience, you're not going to sell CDs and you're not going to have a fan following. Uh, so it's it's very important to interact with your audience uh, in concerts and also now on social media too. Okay, who's next? Where do you want to be in five years? Uh, Jake's next. Okay, Jake, bring it on. Well, in five years, I think I speak for the whole band. We want a bus really badly. <laughs> you want a bus? Okay, well, that's a practical move. Definitely definitely nice to have some good transportation. And uh, well, I'll tell you, there's some real nice buses out there that these uh, these artists have. You start with one and then build yourself up. And after you've had the bus for a while, you know what you want to have on your next bus. That's a, uh, that's a really good choice. Okay, and I think we've got one more, right? Yeah. One, yes, one more of you? Yeah. All yes. right. Where do you want to be in five years? Well... I think I want us to record a lot more songs and go on tours. And, like, uh, my family visited Southern California uh, a while ago, and we were looking at all, like, the little clubs and things, and we think we want to take a tour of Southern, Southern California, playing at all these places, using our new bus. Well, that's... There you go. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's and and that's a good plan because that's really how it all comes together. You start playing locally. You play wherever and whenever you can, uh, because two things: one, you're out there building up a following. You're you're making fans and followers who are going to follow you and buy your music, and you're also getting the experience to move on to bigger and better things, so that you can move out away from your your own market. You know, after you get out of Scottsdale, you cover up. You know, you could cover the entire Phoenix area and then, yeah, branch out and definitely want to hit the, the bigger areas like uh, Southern California is a uh, is a music mecca. I mean, between L.A., San Diego and the Inland Empire, there's uh, there's just a you could spend a long time playing clubs in that area alone. And it's a great way to get discovered and move on to even bigger and better things. Is Ed still with us there? Yes, I am. Ed, are you with us? I okay, am. Yeah. Listen. I want to thank you so much for bringing the boys on. I can't tell you how impressed we are with them, and uh, they've sounds like they've got good heads on their shoulders too. That's and that's really important. Yeah, they're all they're all great guys. It's a lot of fun. Sounds like they got a pretty great manager working for them too. Oh, thanks a lot. Sounds like you're really doing the job. Just you know, just from what the kids say about you uh, indicates that you're you're doing a good job. John Bon Jovial, something to toss in before we move on to their final song. I think that you've pretty much covered it all, David. Other than the, what I would like to add is that Ed, you should be proud of these boys. I I, I think you've got them on the right track. Uh, you've uh, uh, you know it, it's it's very impressive the way that you've molded them and shaped them and i think they're going to be good musicians and and i'll just echo what david just said thank you so much for uh, bringing the boys on the show we really do appreciate it and we wish you all the luck in the world well thanks a lot we really appreciate you uh having us on the show okay oh, we it's are our so pleasure. Glad. and i 
I really want you to promise me that when you get to the next step, when you get the the next uh, the next CD or whatever your next step is, get in touch. Come on back on the show and tell us how it's going, and so we can kind of follow along with your growth and development. We'd really love that. We'll do that. All right, very good. Now, before I let you go, be sure and tell everybody how they can find you online or however. Yeah, so um, really kind of the easiest way and kind of the hub is our Facebook page, which is uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash DTM band for Don't Tell Mom, so forward slash DTM band. Uh, we also have a, a YouTube channel, which is DTM band AZ. And uh, our, our Reverb Nation is uh, um, just ReverbNation.com forward slash Don't Tell Mom. And uh, we've got, uh, you can download After School Blues there. Um, we've got videos there. Um, and, you know, you can, you can sign up to get updates on, uh, on all the stuff they're doing. Fantastic. Ed Cheney and the band Don't Tell Mom from Scottsdale, Arizona. Believe me, you're going to be hearing a lot more about this band in the near future, which is why we want to make sure you guys all come back and see us again. Really proud of you. Great job you're doing. Thank you so much for being on the David Bowers Show today. We're really glad you came by. Thank you, Ed. Thank you very much, David. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. Keep in touch with us, please. And ladies and gentlemen, here you are from Scottsdale, Arizona, the group Don't Tell Mom. And Johnny's got a new guitar. Like you.
Now, that was a surprise ending. No false ending there. That just, boom, it stopped. That just, just rolled the rock right out. Too. That was, yeah, these guys, exactly. these kids are good. Yeah, they are. These kids are good, you know. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I was just going to say, they, they show the potential for a future there. They, they've got the potential. They've got the basics. And I love the way they've got their head screwed on. Well, yeah. And, you know, you were talking about where do they want to be in five years? What are their goals in five years? In five years, I would like to ask them what their current uh, status is and what their goals are for the next five years. But as far as their current stat, uh, you know, status five years from now, when it is a current status, uh, I hope that it will include the virtues of feminine luminosity. Feminine luminosity. Okay. You know, I don't yeah. think I, I don't. I don't think I want to pursue that of, part of the conversation. Virtues of <laughs> feminine luminosity. Careful now. We we have a hey, uh, hey, we have this, a female artist coming up radio. next. This, this, this ain't that live crap that we used to do on the air. This is, I mean, it's live, but it's, it's, it's not this. It's not this over the airwaves crap that we used to put up with. Oh no, you made fun of the church. The program director is going to kick your ass now. No, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, no, all you have to worry about is your audience kicking your ass. But yeah, just well, be careful okay, now. Listen. Be, be, be careful now because we have a young lady coming up next. So watch out with your luminous feminist uh, comments. Yeah, there. We don't want to. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we don't want to get yeah, you in yeah, trouble yeah. with our next guest. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to talking to Lucy. She, it's going to be a fun conversation. They've all been that way. Yeah. They are, and Lucy, we've had on before. As a matter of fact, we uh, premiered the title song of their new CD album, uh, which is coming out, uh, let's see, in two more days. It comes out the 13th. Uh, we're going to play a couple more tracks from the uh, from the album next. But, uh, John Bon Jovial, you want to tell the folks about our T-shirts before we do? I will tell the folks about our T-shirts before we do tell the folks about our T-shirts. And I'm looking getting the script ready for the folks about our T-shirts. And, oh, yes, there it is. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, don't forget the David Bowers Awards official T-shirts. They are available right now, and they are available exclusively at www.thedavidbowers.com, and they are still only $14.30. And these things are just really a sight to behold. Uh, check out our website. Click on your choice and order direct. Your official D. David Bowers Awards t-shirt will be shipped directly to you. They are available in black or white, men's or women's sizes. Order today. The t-shirt will be uh, shipped to the address of your choice. And you can get there by going to www.thedavidbowers.com. Get your official the David Bowers Awards t-shirts and run with the best. It's turning colder now, so get two of them. Back to you, David. We are, we are, we are, we are the warriors. This is what we're fighting for. We are, we are, we are, we are the warriors. We are warriors. We are We are warriors. That's the sound of Everlove from uh, 
Los Angeles, California, and we have Lucy on the phone now. Good afternoon, Lucy. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Great to hear you. Great to have you back on the show again. How are things in Los Angeles? Things great. We're having a beautiful rainy day today, which is unusual for us in Los Angeles, so we're just enjoying it. And uh, just excited to be talking to you and about to have our record out. Oh, absolutely, and we're glad you're excited to be here because we're excited to talk to you and hear about your new uh, record, which, uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, two more days, right? The 13th that comes out? Yes, it does. Fantastic, and we're going to play a couple more cuts from it. Uh, I still love that anthem, though, the title track, We Are Warriors. Uh, it, how, how's, the rea- how's the response been to that? Um, I mean, everybody really, you know, loves the song. Um, it, I think it connects with a lot of people, and it's fun. Um, it's really great doing it live, so I'm really excited to have a – we're doing a show the same day as our album release. We're doing a show at the Troubadour, so I just always love playing live, and I love playing that song live in particular. And the Troubadour is such a special place to do it too. I can remember having been there. And you guys, you got a you got a little giveaway for the people that are going to be there—a little souvenir you're giving. Uh, what the first two hundred people? Yeah, the first two hundred people to the door. We made these exclusive um, picks that they're you know a flyer for the night, kind of a little unusual spin on flyers, and it glows in the dark, and it's really cool, and it's a little memento. Fantastic! That's that's awesome. They do uh, they do some neat stuff at these clubs, uh, especially the ones out there in the in Southern California in the LA market. They have to because it's such a such a competitive market. You've got to do something uh, a little bit more to reach the people, and uh, that's that's really neat. I saw you uh, I saw you promoting those, and I thought it was really something clever, something I wish I could be there to get one of. Tell us more about the songs on the album now. I'm sure I'm I sorry? can arrange for you. I said I'm sure I can arrange for you to get one of those. Oh gosh, I'd I'd love it. Thank you so much, Lucy. <laughs> tell us about the tell us about the songs on the album. Um, well, this album I think is just a really good little insight to the last few years of our life as a band and over the last few years we've done everything from tour the nation to write a record. And half the songs, maybe a little less than half the songs, were written before we went on our our first big tours starting at the beginning of 2011. And uh, we got to really road test a lot of the songs. So people that we met along the the way are going to know some of the songs on this record from hearing them live. And the other um, little bit more than half of the record, we we just uh, buckled down after getting off the road and uh, just started, you know, working on on all these songs. And I think, you know, a lot of the topics and emotions are just, you know, things that we experienced along the way or things we went through. I mean, it's been, you know, a pretty busy few years for us. Well, I know I've seen uh, a lot of posts online that indicate you've been uh, you've been doing a lot of work. You're doing a lot of traveling and uh really excited for you because it's uh, it's wonderful to see you progressing like this. And I'm hearing another voice. Is someone else trying to say something to me? Is that you, John? Nope, that's not me. Oh, I heard another voice there. Anyway, Lucy, we're going to play uh, all for, 
all for something here in just a moment, and I'm going to ignore that voice I keep hearing. Uh, tell us about all for something. <laughs> you mean the voice in your head? <laughs> the voices in my head are arguing, but I, you know, I, I don't take sides. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lucy. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I couldn't resist. No worries. Um, all for something. Um, all for something. You know, just talking about wanting to know that everything that you know personally that you know it's not you know I wrote it so personally like what I've worked for has been worth something. You know, and I think everyone can relate because you know whatever it is we're all working hard for in our life, you don't always know what the end result is going to be, and you just kind of have the best hopes that you you've invested your time wisely and that. Um, you don't look back and have regret. Fantastic. Let's give it a listen. This is Eva Love and All for Something. And there you go. 
Everything's Falling. That's uh, Eva Love from Los Angeles, California. On the line no, with us right a, now is... I'm sorry. All for something. <laughs> oh, did I read the wrong title? I'm sorry. All for something. <laughs> reading the wrong cards up here. I'm, I'm pulling a John Bon Jovial and reading the wrong cue cards here. Uh <laughs> All for Something by Eva Love from Los Angeles, California. And uh, we are really so happy to have Lucy and the band on the show again because we had them last year when they introduced the title song to the album, We Are Warriors. And uh, Lucy, now that you finally got the whole album coming out in two days, and for those of you in Southern California or who are going to be, uh, it's going to be a uh, massive party over at the Troubadour on uh well let's see today is sunday so that would make it about tuesday uh at the troubadour if you can make it get on over see lucy and Evelove in action i know you won't be disappointed now that you've got that settled what's next that's a great question um we have uh some shows coming up besides the album release show um, I don't know if you guys have ever attended the annual NAM show in Anaheim. It's a pretty big thing for musicians and music companies. Uh, we'll be doing some uh, performances there on, I believe it's Friday the 23rd. We'll be in Anaheim at the Juke Joint uh, doing a pre-party show for Schechter Guitars, which always puts on a massive show. Um, every year, and we're we're doing the pre-party for them, and then a couple of private performances for um, Audix microphones uh, that they've been one of my endorsers for my goodness, almost a decade, I'd say. And um, other than that, we're working on getting ourselves, uh, you know, a tour. We we're trying to hook up something, you know, a little a little bigger and better than what we have in the past. We're kind of in the works of it right now. That was going to be my next question. Are you going to go back on the road? And uh, we look forward to uh, to seeing you get on the road and uh, catch you in person out there. Be sure and uh, be sure and get back to us when you get that kind of put together, so we can spread the word and uh, get the people out there to see you guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you guys follow uh, my personal life, but. Um, Billy and I had a daughter a couple years ago, so that kind of took us off the road for yeah. a little bit. Um, and we're, we we're saw that. Just, yeah, so it's been it's been really cool. But it, you know, it was a really great time where we just kind of all stayed uh, still in Los Angeles, and it kind of it made it uh, possible for us to actually write and record this record. So I suppose everything for a reason. Um, everything now, for you know, a reason. Everything for a reason, you know. We did we did a lot of um, smaller, you know, van tours in the past, and we're just trying to up the game now. You know, we we're kind of a new at a new place in life, so we definitely don't want to continue to just you know be doing the same thing. So that's what the hopes is, you know. Sure, and uh, tell us how's that little girl doing now? Oh, she's awesome. She's just a uh, just so delightful little girl. She's just really fun and really enjoying parenthood. <laughs> uh, and it sounds like mom is too. Oh yeah, I, I enjoy her. She's—I I always tell her she's my best friend. We have so much fun. 
Oh, wonderful. While we're, while we're talking about on the personal side, tell us about the rest of the band. Okay. Uh, what, what do you want to know? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You got any hot trade secrets? No. No, tell us a little Ooh. bit about the uh, about the people you're working with there. Okay. Well, we've got um, Dave Corsile. He is uh, one of my guitar players. And... Uh, he likes uh, horror films and uh, walks in the dark. Uh, he's a night owl. If you want to know those kinds of details? Um, <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Colby Jensen. He's our other guitar player. Uh, if you see him in a dark alley, keep uh, walking the other direction. Um, we've got uh, <laughs> we've got Andrew Carroll on drums. Uh, Don't Be Afraid by his terrorist-looking beard. He's a really nice guy and uh, a newlywed. So that's Oh, my gosh, well, congratulations. Yay. And then Billy, well, Billy plays bass, and uh, he's my baby daddy. And uh, there you go. <laughs> sounds like... Sounds like the title I, of Johnny Cash song, Billy Plays Bass. <laughs> he's my baby daddy. I, I have a, I've got an important question, Lucy. Yeah. Did you did you save the yellow caution tape from the August 2011 cover of um, Hollywood Music Magazine? I should have. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking. I'm 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 looking at a uh, a pictorial history, if you will, uh, online right now uh, of the band, and uh, that's that is such a great picture. Oh, thank you. That was a really fun photo shoot. Yeah, I bet it was. It looks like you guys had a good time. I like I yeah. like the uh, the current promo picture uh, that you've got out of uh, of the new uh, album where you're just about ready to take a bite out of it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's no, a good. Was we, we was that? To, I said we try not to take ourselves too seriously and have fun, you know. That's the bottom line, and and we've heard that from so many of the artists we talked to. That said, you know, the, don't do it for the money. Do it because you love what you're doing, and if you can make a living at it, then that's a bonus. But you got to love what you're doing to last in this business. Yeah, very true. And you guys, you guys apparently do, because you act like you're having fun. <laughs> we try to we we try to keep it fun. Are we? Can we look forward to some new videos? Oh, definitely. Um, we're going to be actually filming uh, this next show at the Troubadour, and awesome. um, yeah, we'll be using that footage for some upcoming videos and and some behind the scenes stuff. So you'll be seeing some stuff, and um, you know, ho- hopefully, as we put out more singles from this record, we definitely will do our best. To uh, give some nice visual feedback as well. Fantastic! Yeah, definitely look forward to do that. Videos are so important now, and you, you guys, you know, we we look forward to seeing you too. And hopefully, you'll be on tour, and we'll get to see you on the road as well, which would be awesome. What's uh, what's coming up in the in the future in the next uh, year or so? Uh, well, you know, our our goal is to get on a you know a great tour. That right now would be a wonderful goal for us. Um, we've we've got some 
you know, a new team we've been working with. So we're really trying, trying to see where it where it goes for us and just hoping we can land something that's really exciting to announce to all of you guys. We'll definitely be writing more music and probably be doing some more um, little sneak peeks, you know. I think in the past we've always tried to wait until everything's 100% studio ready, but, you know, maybe we can give a little bit more sneak peeks this time around. And, uh, there you go. That was, audiences always love that. They, they, yeah, they they love to think they're seeing something they shouldn't. It's, uh, you know, oh, this is something we haven't seen before. I know there's a there's a big market right now for the uh, behind the scenes at the award shows for all that stuff, which uh, some of the... Uh, some of the other sites, uh, THR, the Hollywood Reporter, has done a lot of that in Entertainment Tonight with, with the behind-the-scenes things. People people love to love to see the stuff that they don't normally get to see. And, uh, you know, even like uh, your, your personal life, they love to see people's personal lives. I guess you've probably seen that reading the newspaper. What do you like to do in your – what do you like to do in your downtime? I know you like to be with your family. What do you like to do as a family? You know, we just we just moved um, <laughs> this this month. So right now, all we've been we've actually been enjoying is just setting up setting up our our new locale. So you know, we just like to hang out and do projects, and we're we're very uh, hands on people. So we're always picking something interesting to to make and do, and. Um, we spend a lot of time with our family. It's really what we do in our spare time because we don't really have that much spare time, to be honest. And just in between living life, working, uh, creating, cleaning, you know, life stuff you do. Uh, All that mundane stuff. Just, just be honest, you know, with not that much spare time at the end of the day. <laughs> so we just kind of try What's to enjoy each other as much as we can. Well, since Daddy's in the band, also I would imagine the band is more of a family than uh, than many bands are. You, you're probably uh, you probably spend some downtime together too. Uh, yeah, we do actually. You know, it it definitely is a family vibe, and I think even before we had Zoe, always been a family vibe. Um, you know, if you're with people all the time, and you something's wrong if you aren't like a family. <laughs> yeah, you know, true. Um, it, 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 you know, it, it works so much better. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you're always uh, getting along perfectly, but it, we all have each other's back. And, um, you know, to, to a certain level, we all, you know, trust each other to, to do the right thing for each other. And so I think that's what families do. And, that's what we've all done for each other. It's been the same band for, for quite a while. We did have a rotating drummer for a little bit of time, but we were very blessed during one of our tours to add Andrew, and he's been with us um, ever since, and that's uh, 2011. So so there you go. We're one big, crazy family. And that makes it awesome. John Bon Jovial, anything you'd like to chip in? Oh, just, you know, you're talking about family and everything was cool before the kid came along. And, you know, I remember that, you know, myself, but, you know, then that child does come along and that's, that's the final cement. That's the glue. That's, that's the, uh, that's what really keeps everything together. And, uh, you know, it puts a whole different perspective on it, doesn't it, Lucy? 
it was, definitely it, it gives you more purpose for sure, and it puts the uh, priorities in line because in the past I might have probably if some you know little little tour came came my way I'd be like yeah let's go do it but now I have to really double think these things and and make sure every every move I make is uh, worth the time away from my daughter. Because honestly, I like to be with her. <laughs> I enjoy her. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> absolutely, they children are a, are a prize. They're 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 something special. They're it's kind of what it's all about. You know what I mean, Lucy? Before we go into the uh, the song that I apparently uh, misspoke earlier, this one is going to be "Everything's Falling." Tell us first how people can get your new album. Uh, well, you'll be able to get our album on iTunes or Amazon. Um, you can go to our website, which is com, or you could go to our label's website, which is com. There's lots of ways you can find us. <laughs> you can get our record. And how do they... Um, they will be available in some um, Best Buys. I don't have all those locations yet, but as I have them, we'll be posting it. And, uh, yeah, and live. Fantastic. Obviously, if you come to a live show, you can get our record there. Absolutely. And find you online how? Find us online, Eva Loves the Band. That's our website. And on all social medias, we're at Eva Loves the Band. And you spell that E-V-O-L-O-V-E, the band. And uh, it's been really awesome talking with you guys again. Uh, It's a pleasure always to have you join us, Lucy. Tell us, uh, before you go, a little bit about Everything's Falling. Everything's Falling is um, one of those songs that was written before we had gone on the road and so I'm really, it really came a long way. I don't know, uh, when you when you get to road test a song, you get to, like, really hone in what people, you know, are liking about it. And it's one of those songs that people always really enjoy live. Um, I guess, personally, it was about a time when, you know, I felt like everything was going wrong, um, you know, and you can... Sometimes you just feel like you're in that place where everything's just falling apart and you're just not where you wish you were at that moment. And it's just kind of like a moment in time kind of a song, but it, it's um, a really fun one to do live. And we will be playing it next Tuesday at the Troubadour. So if anyone's near Los Angeles, come on down. It's a free show if you're over 21, and it's only $3 if you're under. There you go. That's Fantastic. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you again so much for being with us, Lucy. We look forward to having you back here again in the near future, and I have a hunch you'll have some uh, you'll have some surprise announcements coming up in the not-too-far-distant future. Lucy Levinson, the band Eva Love from Los Angeles, California. That's a palindrome for those of you who didn't catch the name. It's spelled E-V-O-L-O-V-E, a palindrome, the same spelled backwards as it is forwards. Eva Love, and this is from their album that will be released Tuesday at the party at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. It's called Everything's Falling. Everything's falling Falling apart 
and I'm looking forward to following them, having them back on the show, and following their their career, see where they go. Thank you to all our guests. Thank you to our listeners who probably had a little bit of trouble finding us today because of the technical difficulties in getting the show started. It will be up in its entirety on the podcast so you can listen on your own time whenever it's convenient to you. For our guests, be sure to visit them at their websites and social media pages and drop drop them a line. Tell them what you think about their music, how you like what they do. And, uh, you know, they appreciate hearing from you and hearing the good things because they always hear the complaints. But when you're listening on the radio as you are now, uh, the, the real compliments are the notes and, and comments they get on their social media sites because that's the applause in uh, this type of a situation. And we promised you some major metal news, so we might as well take care of that right now as we're wrapping things up for the day. Are, are you Monster referring to me- mental news or metal news? No, metal as in metal music, not mental as in you and me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you were talking about those voices in your head earlier, so it just kind of occurred to me maybe you had some major mental news for us. Well, no, I may have some mental problems, but no mental news. <laughs> but monster metal drummer Jason Bittner, who we had the pleasure of having on the show last year, has announced oh, yeah. that he is joining Good guy. He's joining the legendary metal band Flotsam and Jetsam. And we've got news in that we've got Jason Bittner again. Jason will be joining us on next month's show to discuss uh, joining with Flotsam and Jetsam and uh, their resurgence, what's going to be coming down with them in the near future. I'm sure there's going to be some new music. So whatever is going on, you're going to be the first to hear it. Jason Bittner will be here to talk about it all next month. And in further news, just a sneak preview here, coming in March, we have another rock and roll legend, Grammy-winning producer of Elton John and so many others, Stuart Epps will be joining us live from England for a very exclusive and very special edition of Rockstar 101. He has just made the major announcement that he's going to be working now with indie artists instead of the big name artists. And this is, well, this is earth-shaking news for indie music. Uh, Here is one of the top producers in the world who's worked with the Stones and Kiki D. And you can Google Stuart Epps and see the list of people he's worked with. It's almost like a rock hall of fame. And he is now going to be dedicating his career to indie artists. So he will be with us with that announcement. And we've got a, uh, we're working on a couple of exclusive things, uh, something that uh, I just mentioned in talking with Lucy of Evelove, that uh, you don't get to hear people, the audience doesn't get to hear a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And I'll let you in on one little clue. He is going to be telling us about artists he's worked with, some of the uh, some of the indie artists he's working with now. And he's going to give you a sneak peek listen at the before and after. He's going to play for you a track that one of the artists submitted to him when they were recruiting to see if he would work with them. He's going to play the before, what they sent to him, and he's going to play the after, what they produced and how it turned out after he lent his touch to their to their music and their, their careers. So you're going to get some never-heard-before examples of the work of a major music producer with 
talented indie upcoming artists, something that I think yeah, you're going to really look forward to. Yes, John? Yeah, I was just going to say, I've been paying attention to this guy for you know years and years and years, and, and this is just to get him on the show is – to me, is a coup. I mean, that's huge. I'm I'm excited as hell about it. Uh, but to make the transition from you know the the the, the so-called heavy hitters, you know the Stones and such, uh, over in into indie artists, uh, into the, uh, the 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 indie area of uh, you know rock and roll and pop music, uh, that's huge. Uh, and it's also a statement about the 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 nature and the well-being of indie music today the fact that he's thinking this is it this is the next big thing i'm going to get involved with this i'm going to make it big i'm going to work with it and the fact that he's willing to talk to us to tell us how he's going to be doing that i don't know about you but you know that's uh, i'm i am hungering for march's show that's going to be great yeah, it's going to be. As a matter of fact, we got a, a couple of really big shows here too, because there hasn't there hasn't been uh, a lot of stuff, major stuff happening in metal music lately, and uh, for Jason Bittner to uh, go from Shadows Fall to Flotsam and Jetsam, who were big in the metal business back in the '90s. And they're out to resurge now, and for Jason to have signed with them. And then, of course, for uh, Stuart Epps, the producer, to be going with indie artists. That's a, a colossal piece of news and something that is it's, uh, it, it's just the best thing that could happen to indie music and for the indie artists. And we're really pleased and proud to have them both coming to our show. That's Jason Bittner next month in February, and then in March, Grammy-winning producer Stuart Epps, right here on the David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Indeed I shall. We just, again, want to remind you, don't forget to order the official David Bowers Awards T-shirts on uh, our website, www.thedavidbowers.com. And artists, don't forget, be sure to send us your EPKs to david at thedavidbowers.com for a chance to appear on our show. We would love to have your participation. The David Bowers Awards is produced by The David Bowers for Stick It In Your Ear Productions from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida. It is available for free download on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, 365 Internet Radio, CMG Global Radio, and BFM, that's B-E-E-F-M. The David Bowers Awards is also heard worldwide on the iTunes uh, Radio Network, 365 Internet Radio. I think I've already said that. But again, I cannot stress the importance of all these new networks that we're on. It's giving us a global reach, and uh, it's also giving a lot of exposure to a lot of these new indie artists. Be sure to join us for the David Bowers Awards Sunday, February 8th at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 11 a.m. Pacific, when our guests will include one of the greatest rock drummers in the world, Jason Bittner, plus all the other stuff that, well, we haven't really even thought of yet. Be sure to follow the David Bowers online to find out everything first. Until then, for the David Bowers Awards, Nick the Geek, and all of our crew of rejects here at the Asylum, this is John Bon Jovial wishing you a happy new year, a wonderful January. We'll see you in February. Look forward to hearing from all of you, and uh, stay well, everybody. Bye-bye.